1: Hi, this is episode number 218 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Depression and the Church, Part 3. I'm going to be sharing with you a previously recorded telephone conversation that I had with Cindy Speaker on this topic. I trust that you're going to enjoy it. I have here joining me for another podcast, Cindy Speaker. Cindy is the president of Speaker Media and Marketing, a company that provides marketing and media services to lawyers throughout the United States. She is also an independent film producer, author, speaker, and an aunt to 11 wonderful nieces and nephews. I've asked Cindy to be our guest for a four-part series on depression, and that came about when I learned about her Facebook group, called Depression and the Church. Welcome again, Cindy. Thank you for being here again today. Thank you, Paula. My pleasure. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the family members and caregivers of the mentally ill.
2: I think that this is an important topic because so often when someone is mentally ill, there's a lot of time, resources that are allocated to trying to help that mentally ill person. And I think that that the people that are that are trying to help them and those that are the caregivers tend to get kind of uh, overwhelmed. They're kind of lost in all of it. They just get lost in the battle and it's like nobody recognizes or supports them. We know that one in five adults in the United States experience mental illness in a given year, but one in 25 Ameri- Americans live with such a serious mental condition that they often cannot manage life on their own. And in those situations family members and caregivers often play a large role in helping and supporting them. So if you find yourself in that situation, it's important for you to know that you're not alone. There's millions of people in our country that are dealing with these issues, and there is help available, and there are organizations that have support groups and resources, articles, education to help you protect yourself while you're also trying to take care of someone that is seriously mentally ill.
1: Oh, Cindy, I'm so glad that you're here to give us this information.
2: So what is
1: the role of a family member or caregiver?
2: Well, understand that your loved one has an illness and he or she can't help the way they think and know that you can't talk them out of it. You can't fix them. And I think that's important for a caregiver to understand because otherwise they're going to be extremely frustrated and that can lead to their own anxiety and depression. So you can be an advocate, you can be a support, but you can't fix them. I think the good news is that mental health professionals have very effective treatments for most of these conditions. Conversely, the bad news is that only 60% of people with a mental illness get mental health care. So as an advocate, whether you're a family member or a caregiver, your first step is to facilitate getting the mentally ill person into treatment. And again, I would suggest that if you don't know somebody or you don't have any personal resources or friends that know of someplace you could get help, then I would go to NAMI.org, N-A-M-I.org, and that's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They have local chapters and a lot of resources there that I think you can find helpful. Boy, that's important
1: information.
2: Now, Now, Cindy,
1: is there a way to recognize mental illness, you know, the mental health condition maybe
2: even in our teenagers? Well, you know what, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that what we're seeing is more and more young people are dealing with these serious mental health conditions. The numbers for teenagers are that one in five kids age 13 to 18 experience a mental health condition. And I think, as we've talked about wow. in other statistics, that, that's alarming, alarming and frightening. And yeah. I think that some of what contributes to that is some of the the social media that goes on. You have a child that's dealing with a a mental illness, and and then maybe they become a target of cyberbullying or a picture goes up or something like that. And for someone that's dealing with a mental illness, often they're more fragile emotionally. And so when when you couple that with attacks in social media or attacks by peers, it really can be devastating. And that's why also I think... I think that contributes to the fact that that we see so many tragic suicides in youth. It's devastating. I would say in terms of recognizing the mental health condition in our teenagers, you want to pay attention to your child's moods. And I encourage parents to be involved in their teenager's life. I, need, I know we talk about privacy and, the, and you know, a, a young person doesn't really want their parent knowing what they're doing. But I think as parents, we need to be involved in our child's lives to be assessing their moods because a young person does not have a fully developed brain yet. And they're often not able to deal. They're not Mm -hmm. equipped to deal with some of these heavy emotional issues or emotional conditions. Mm -hmm. If you start to see your, your child acting, Differently, if they, um, they're it's supposing they're not under the influence of drugs or alcohol, which is a whole other problem for another for another yeah, podcast right. series. But um, if they if they express that they they're hearing things, they're seeing things, they they show violent behavior or denial of reality. Sometimes there's reckless and dangerous behavior or claims of invincibility of other special powers. It's it's very important. that that as an advocate, a parent, a caregiver, that you get these young people to professional help because there's great professionals out there that know how to deal with this type of thing. And we as advocates can be supportive and play a vital role. And I think prayer prayer and faith, I think, is a big part of that. But if someone Mm -hmm. is, is evidencing these serious conditions, I really believe they need professional help. One more thing I'll mention is NAMI. I've talked a lot about NAMI, but they actually offer a free six-week course for parents and other caregivers of of children and adolescents living with mental illness, and you can find out about that. It's called NAMI Basics. You can find out at NAMI.org about that. Oh,
1: it's so important. I know I'm dating myself, but when I was raising my three sons, we didn't even have cell phones then and i was able to take and screen their calls i was able to be involved a little bit more in knowing who was calling them or yeah. what was going on and it's a lot different for uh, parents today it and sure is. i think that we really do need to be involved we need to know what's going on and not to be afraid of not being a friend to our children exactly. where we need to remember we're supposed to be a guardian we're supposed to be their parents we're supposed to help them understand that, yes, we want to be friends, but at the same time, we're we're there to lead and guide and protect and direct. Right. And so I, I think it's a responsibility that we can't let go or just push aside. I agree. Now,
2: please share, Cindy, some of the challenges
1: of the caregivers themselves.
2: Well, there's a lot of challenges. Uh, they may be the primary support for the mentally ill person, but they still have to care for themselves themselves and work hard to manage the stress and there is a lot of stress it's not uncommon for a caregiver to actually develop an anxiety disorder themselves and if that happens once again I believe it's important to get professional help oftentimes I think the caregiver or the advocate they need some support as well they need need to see Mm -hmm. a therapist to help support them educate them as to how to deal with this and also protect themselves Uh, The other thing is that mental illness can really have far-reaching effects, which is why it is all the more important to seek professional help. I mean, a seriously mental ill person can cause other family members to be pushed aside. If there's one child that's mentally ill, or or even an adult in the family, Um, it can be very Mm -hmm. draining. It can put a damper on family gatherings and events. You don't know when they're going to act out, and so when you're a primary advocate or a caregiver. You have a lot to contend with, and you need to know that you're not alone. There's millions of Americans in this situation. So I would recommend that you seek out a support group, a prayer group. You'll need the support if you're a primary giver or advocate for a mentally ill person, and and don't try to go it alone.
1: Oh, my, Cindy. Thank you so much for being here again this week. I know that many are being helped by this information that you're sharing with us. It's so important. Now, we're having different episodes here to cover different points of this topic, but this is a very involved topic. It is. And when I think about the statistics and the information that you're sharing, we're we're kind of digging a little deep, but I, I know that if you had even more time or even more episodes, you could probably spend most of the year on this topic. But I just thank you for at least being here and and helping us at least with four episodes to understand this whole thing of depression better. And in our next episode, oh, I'm sorry, Cindy, go ahead. I
2: was just going to say, uh, you know, that I applaud you for starting these kinds of conversations.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much. We know, I appreciate that. We know it's all God leading you and I to be able to step in and and to just share so that if anyone is listening to this, they don't need to try to go it alone, whether they're the caregiver or the person themselves that's experiencing that illness. So um, we just praise God for bringing us here to be able to do this. So Cindy's going to talk in our next episode about the role of faith in mental illness. So you don't want to miss that next episode either. (laughs) So in the meantime... Smile! Jesus loves you!
0: Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to twmforjesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.